Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person. On this edition of The Conversation, we're going to talk with Natalie Bailey, Social Services Specialist with the Department of Family Services. She's joining us to talk today about the county's parenting education program. So, Natalie, thanks for being here to talk with us about parenting education programs. Thank you for having me. Sounds like a, a very easy topic that we'll be through with in just a minute or two. I mean, nothing a whole lot to talk about parenting Not education programs. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> a, such a broad topic. What, what do we mean when we say parenting education programs? Well, the easiest way to describe it is that in, within the Department of Family Services, we offer parenting classes to all residents of Fairfax County at no charge throughout Fairfax County. And all oh. of our classes are Monday through Thursday, oh. 5.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Wow. Really? Five, That's okay. it. It, it, what, <laughs> is this like, I mean, is like every day, Monday through Thursday? Are there certain days during the weeks? I mean... We it, have a class. Normally, we can have up to two to three classes on one day of the week, and there's about 10 of us in the unit, and we all facilitate classes throughout the wow. county. And most of us do at least two classes per week. Wow, that's amazing. That's I had no amazing. idea. Mm-hmm. And these are free. They're free. For as county? long as you're a Fairfax County resident, wow. you can come take the class. You get a free dinner. Oh we my. provide free child care. We even <gasps> give you program materials. Does it get any better? <laughs> I mean, holy cow. <laughs> How, how did these come about? I mean, I want, I want to definitely learn about the classes and what all goes into it, but how did this idea of offering these parenting education classes come about? Well, we noticed that there were there was a need for parents to really come together with their children to just learn more information about how to strengthen the bond within the family, how to establish certain rules in the home. So... The parenting classes evolved, mm-hmm. and we decided that any classes between 5.30 and 8 was a great time because, as we know, a lot of our families in Fairfax County are actually working during the day, yeah. so 5.30 is perfect. And being that we serve you dinner, you don't even have to worry about rushing home to get a meal. It's all there for you. Wow, that's incredible. We love it. Now, classes held just in the government center complex, or are they throughout the county in various locations? Oh, absolutely. We have classes at community centers. We have um, classes at faith-based organizations. We really don't have any classes in our government buildings because we want to make sure that we're able to tap into the resources within the county. So we like to make sure that we're at a place that's really not government-focused. Okay. So a lot of families enjoy coming to our faith-based organizations, our community centers. So it actually Uh works. And sometimes we actually have classes in the schools. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know... (laughs) Better and better and better and better. I mean, I don't know what else you're going to pull out on it, this, but this is, this is a valuable resource, mm-hmm. right, in the local community and, mm-hmm. and dinner and the child care aspect. Kind of give me the structure of this, this evening, this class, because you, you've talked about, you know, providing education, but then, you know, the dinner and then the free child care is available to, as well. So kind of give me an overview of the structure and we'll kind of dive down into a little bit of each piece of it. Okay, great. So... Let me back up a little bit. Okay. So we offer different classes. So oh, we have okay. a class for zero to four. We have a class for our school age, which is five to 11. And then we also have our adolescent classes, and that's for children who are ages 12 to 18. Okay. So our classes start at 530. And the beauty of our program is that the entire family can come as long as the children fit within the age range of the class. Uh-huh. So we have a parent classroom. 
I'll just give you the gist of an adolescent class because that's normally our biggest class, and that's the easiest to explain. And that's 12 12 to 18. That's 12 to 18. So we have a class for parents. We have a class for our zero to four children where in which we provide the child care. Then we have a class for five to 11 children. And then we have two classes for our teens. So they're broken up from 12 to 14 and then 15 to 18. And the beauty of our adolescent class is the entire family. And when I say the entire family, everyone gets to come. But if it's a five to 11 class, we only have classes for the five to eight children and nine to 11 children, of course, are zero to four and our parents. But the way that the class works is from 5.30 to 8, sorry, let me back up, from 5.30 to 6.30, we have our first portion of our class. The parents are in their own separate classrooms, and then the children are in their separate classes. Okay. At 6.30, we all come together, and we have dinner together. And that's very important because, as we know, oftentimes with the hustle and bustle, parents aren't able to sit down with their children. So we call that our family fun time. And we all sit together as a family, and we eat together. And then at 7, dinner ends, and we have what we call is circle time, where in which we get to praise our children, we recognize birthdays, anniversaries, and we share good news. And sometimes we even sing a song, depending on the group. (laughs) And then after that, from 7 to 8, we either go back to our separate classes or, depending on the age range, we Mm -hmm. come together and we do an activity with the parents and the children together. And at 8, class is over, and we all get to go home. You're tired, and you go home and go to bed and go to sleep. That's it. Um, I'm sure there was some thought put into this structure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you you guys said, well, let's let's do a class and teach people how to be better parents and, you know, just kind of wing it. I mean, kind of uh, experiments and, mm-hmm. and tried and true mm-hmm. methods. Yes, because we use the nurturing parenting curriculum, mm-hmm. which was developed by Dr. Bablick and is very structured, it's very outlined, and we follow the model of the curriculum. And within the curriculum, it's separated by times, what you should be doing at this time, when you should be taking a break. So we definitely follow that method. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is um, I- I'm assuming it's more parent-driven about being uh, wanting the, the family and the kids and, and moms or dads to attend, or is it or not? You're giving me that look like. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. Really? Believe it or not, it's the children really? who actually drive the parents to come to the class every week. Because oftentimes when you think of a parenting class, it's, ooh, I don't want to take a parenting class. Yeah. I'm not a bad parent. There's nothing wrong exactly. with me. But being that we have so many fun activities for the children, mm. we do a lot of arts and crafts. We play with Play-Doh. We play games. It's the children every week who are saying, Hey, mom, are we going to that place on Monday? It's time for class. Let's go to the church. Let's go to the community center. So the kids really, really drive it. But the parents, depending on how they've come to our classes, they're... Their mood may be either positive Mom or Mom and dad yeah. might be kind of tricked into going, but they learn something <laughs> while they're there without realizing it. And they're definitely going to learn something. Yeah. Our goal is to make sure that we are putting tools in their toolbox every single week. Okay. Now, you said it, uh, you said something there about the, the kids wanting to, you know, hey, Mom, let's, let's go to the place we go to on Monday. So this is a series. This is not just a one-off event. Absolutely not. It's not a one-shot deal. So okay. our classes range anywhere from 12 to 14 weeks, okay. depending on the age range. So our zero to four class is 14 weeks. Our adolescent class is 12 weeks. And our five to 11 class is 13 weeks. And it's once a week for that duration of time. So you only meet on one Monday for 13, 12, or 14 weeks. Okay. And now are there uh, like a limit of number of uh, families that can be involved? Because I imagine, you know, (laughs) it would be kind of (laughs) chaotic if you had like 50 families. Is there a cap on attendance? Yes. Yes. We accept up to 12 families. Okay. But 
that could look different. A family can consist of two parents, three children, one parent, four right. children. So our numbers range anywhere from 25 to up to like 60 people attending the class. Wow. And that also includes our volunteers and our facilitators. True, true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, um, I don't know what the word is, but but food is an important part of my mm-hmm. life. So let's, let's talk. Let's talk about this dinner. Uh, what are the kind of things that you guys eat? And that a second part of that question: uh, staff and volunteers actually make it. So with our <laughs> class, we try to make sure that we're providing something of substance. Now you're not going to get a five course meal. That's oh, the, that's on. not what we're offering. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's not what we're offering. Okay. But we do try to make sure that it's nutritious. That we're offering a vegetable, a salad. So our Dinners range anywhere from pizza to sub sandwiches to lasagna to some type of pasta. And the way in which we get our food is from many different sources. So mm-hmm. we do have partners within the community who will come out and provide dinner for our groups at no cost. So we'll have oh. like, you know, Girl Scouts or other faith-based organizations or sometimes our volunteers say, I want to provide a meal for you or we'll have a parent who's taken the class who wants to give back, they'll provide a meal. So it all depends. Wow. Sometimes it's county sponsored or it's through a partner in the community. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yes. So you mentioned the food there, but earlier you mentioned volunteers mm-hmm. with the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming like with any kind of program, there's always need for volunteers? Always a need for volunteers. And we're actually um, in the process of completing our facilitator training for this winter session and the way that we do it is that we have a training at least three times a year where in which we put it out to all county employees we do it to the schools community residents and we say there's a need for volunteers we really need persons to come in and facilitate the classes with us so they go through a um a two-day training, and then there's a day where in which they observe the groups. That way they know exactly what they're getting into. And then once they're trained, they're able to come and facilitate a group, of course, with an experienced volunteer or facilitator with them so that they're not alone. And we actually actually provide them the curriculum that they facilitate. Hmm. So three times a year. All right. Uh, someone wants to attend that training or become a volunteer? Is there a way they can learn more, get more information? Absolutely. They can um, actually contact myself or they can contact our volunteer and partner services program. And they and her name is actually um, the person who runs the program. Her name is Krista Sloan. And she will be able to get them in contact or register or enrolled to become a facilitator with us. Okay. Is there a telephone number or just, how about just a main telephone number they can call or? So they can actually um, contact me if they're unable to get in contact with our volunteer and partner services. Okay. And my contact number is 703. Three two four, three six one seven. Okay. Uh, and then once they contact me, I can definitely get them in contact with Volunteer and Partner Services. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Natalie Bailey, Social Services Specialist. Got to work on that title, by the way. They need some more S's in there. Social Services Specialist uh, with the Department of Family Services. And we're talking about uh, parenting education uh, programs, uh, which I'm just learning so much about. I'm finding fascinating. Uh Throughout the year, 12 to 14 weeks uh, worth of sessions for 0 to 4, 5 to 11, and then 12 to 18 mm-hmm. uh, age groups. Um, and I'm especially interested in the family fun time. That's the dinner part, by the way, if you didn't catch that. So anyway, um, generally speaking about the parenting education programs, is there something I haven't asked um, 
that you really want to make sure we bring out when we're talking about these parenting education programs. And there's some other things I want to make sure we get into, but just kind of generally, broadly speaking. Yes. So within our program, we do offer different classes, but our classes are either taught in English they're either taught in Spanish or there's an African-American focused class that I actually facilitate. And being that it's Black History Month, it's very important that we do discuss the African-American parenting classes. Okay, wow. I had no idea there was even further differentiation. Yes, so talk yes. To, talk to me a little bit about that, the English, Spanish, mm-hmm. and then that kind of African-American focus. So our English classes, we call that our general classes. Everybody general, can general classes. General. Anyone okay. can attend. But the class is taught completely in English. Okay. And we do it with all of our age ranges, our 0 to 4, our 5 to 11, and our adolescents. Okay. And then with our Spanish classes, same age ranges, but the difference is the parents are taught in Spanish and the children are taught in English. And then with our African-American focus class, we teach it completely in English, but we really delve into the history, the traditions, and the culture of being African-American. And we also provide a historical perspective in regards to our parenting style. Okay. Um, and I know you mentioned uh, February, uh, Black mm-hmm. History Month. Uh, is is that kind of the, the reason why the focus on the, the African-American class? Or is that is, is it that one again year-round as well? So we offer the class once a year, and it's usually in the summer at the Gum Springs Community Center. And it runs from... June to August, but that's not why we decided to offer the class. So mm-hmm. it goes back to probably about 10 years ago. There, We noticed that there was a trend in African-American children being um, taken into foster care. There was over-representation of African-American children in special education services mm-hmm. and the juvenile justice system. Mm-hmm. So there was a work group that was brought together to really try to understand and see what was going on in regards to how African-American parents were actually parenting their children. Gotcha. And from there, the African-American cultural class was developed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this may be a, a, a dumb question uh, for me, um, Parenting is parenting is parenting, or are there unique cultural differences between uh, English-speaking parents, African-American mm-hmm. community, Spanish-speaking parents? And, is, and I'm assuming then, to answer my own question, that that's the reason for the three <laughs> different classes because there are differences? There are some cultural differences okay. in regards to the way we parent our children. Okay. Um, within the African-American community, there has been this unspoken, unsaid understanding that we parent our children differently. And it dates back to slavery, different generations in regards to why are a lot of our children being, I'm going to say spanked, but that's truly not the word that we use in our classes. Mm -hmm. But we delve into that. And we also talk about what it means to be an African-American parent or African-American child growing up in today's society. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of cultural differences. There's Mm -hmm. a different ways in which we talk to our children, the way we discipline our children, but it's all based on generational parenting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So to then do some of those um, translate to the Spanish class and the English mm-hmm. class to be able to learn the different cultures as well? Yes, they because, do. Because if we stay on our own mm-hmm. silos, we're not going to learn from each other. Absolutely not. And the beauty of our 
um, our class is with the African-American class, even though it's focused on African-American culture, traditions, you don't have to be African-American to attend the class. Okay. Because as you know- I was going to ask that. I was going to say, as you know, Fairfax County is multiracial. Yes. It's so diverse. And within our classes, within the last two years, I've had Asian families attend my class. I've had families from Puerto Rico attend my class. I've actually had Caucasian families attend my class because there's so many children who aren't just one race one culture, we're very, very diverse. So that's mm-hmm. why with the class, you're able to attend no matter what, but there is a focus on just African-American culture. Okay. But you don't have to be African-American to attend the class. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And that's the beauty of it. And yeah. that's what we like to put out there because when you read it, it's like, oh, I'm not African-American. Right. I, I can't go. It's not going to apply. Yeah. But you truly can. And yeah. we welcome and we ask and we encourage it. Yeah. Well, there's probably some value there for uh, – Having other uh, ethnicities in that class, again, as we're teaching children, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to get along together, mm-hmm. do these different kind of things, learn parenting tricks from other mm-hmm. parents, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Okay. Good point. Good yes. Point. Yes. What, what is the main thing, regardless of the class they go to, what is like the main thing you want parents to get from taking one of these education classes? We want them to know that there's no such thing as a bad parent. Hmm. And as we all know, if you're a parent, you don't leave the hospital with an instructional manual. (laughs) You don't. It would be nice if we had one, but you don't leave with one. So when we come, well, when the parents come to the class, we want them to realize there's no such thing as a bad parent. And we're all here to strengthen and build our bond with our children and to focus on better communication, focus on establishing better expectations and rules in the home. So Mm -hmm. we really want them to walk away with something, a little nugget, something to put in their toolbox, something. Here's a – I'm sure maybe you guys have run into this. Maybe you've got a parent in the class who maybe has two or three kids and they're attending the class. And then you've got a parent of a new – you know, their Mm -hmm. first first Mm -hmm. kid – and they're hearing stories or getting advice from this other parent, and y'all are going, eh, well, that might not be the how, do, how does How does that dynamic work when the professionals are thinking, that's not really the right way to do it or what we'd suggest, but you've got this strong-willed personality that's suggesting things. How, how does that dynamic work in one of these classes? <laughs> not that, that doesn't you, happen. Not, not that you've had that before, I'm sure. Well, with our classes, although there are facilitators, there are staff members, our role is also to learn from our parents. Mm -hmm. We are the experts, but the parents are the experts when it comes to their children. So there may be something that we're sharing with them, something that we're teaching that just may not work. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of having 12 other parents in the room, they're able to learn from the other parents in the room because they may be going through the same thing. And the other parents are able to say, well, I tried this. This didn't work. However, Mm -hmm. I tried this and it did work. Maybe you should try that. But there's always one or two parents who are like, you know what? None of this works. It's never going to work. I just have a child who doesn't want to listen. But by the time they have finished our class, it's like, oh, Maybe I can try this. Right. Or maybe I've learned something. Maybe so. they won't tell you that, but they'll be thinking that in their head. <laughs> they'll tell us maybe a year or two right, later right. when we see them, you know. Right. <laughs> hey, that thing I tried mm-hmm. and it worked. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned volunteering a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but I'm I, I'm now thinking because there's 
cost involved. You know, facility space, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming a lot of it's uh, donated through mm-hmm. houses of worship, faith community, mm-hmm. that type of thing. But, you know, the food, materials, these other kind mm-hmm. of things. Is part of volunteering, is there maybe a, a sponsorship uh, type of opportunity? You know, or how do people, you know, donate the food or, you know, fix meals or, you know, some of that logistical and cost things? Is, is that a possibility? Absolutely. Okay. We are always open to a partner within the community volunteering or just donating mm. something to our program. We actually have a church in Springfield who gives us a stipend and we're able wow. to purchase food, extra books because we do have a graduation ceremony as well. Oh, okay. And sometimes we like to give our families goodies. So we have a church who will donate books, they'll de- donate stuff to put in the bag, but wow. they'll donate food. Wow. And they'll donate food maybe once a month twice a month. It all depends on that community, but there's always an opportunity. And we're always looking and hoping that someone would want to sponsor a class or, right. you know, provide materials for right. us. Definitely. Okay. Call call you direct or again, is it a main number uh, folks should call? or Yes. They can actually contact my supervisor. Her name is Janelle Dancy Johnson. And her, num- her number is 324-7691- or they can call Volunteer and Partner Services, and that was who I was mentioning earlier, Earlier, Krista Sloan, and her number is 703-324-7751. Okay, and that's Volunteer... And Partner Services, and that's who I was mentioning with Krista Sloan, yes. Okay, Volunteer and, I'm sorry... Pr- partner, services. partner Services. I know, I'm speaking so fast. <laughs> I couldn't get to Volunteer and Partner Services, yes. okay. So they awesome. can contact Krista Sloan or my supervisor, definitely. Okay, awesome. So a lot of... A lot of numbers and stuff there. Again, uh, uh, just you can go online as well, fairfaxcounty.gov, mm-hmm. and uh, just do a search uh, under uh, family services or just search for parenting education programs, mm-hmm. and a lot of this uh, good information will come out. Um, we're out of time, unfortunately. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> there is a time limit. Uh, but I'm going to give you the final word, something I, I haven't asked, something you've been holding back on me to, 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 <laughs> to share at the last moment. Final thoughts about parenting education programs you want our listeners to know. That they are definitely, there's no charge for the parenting classes. Give us a call if you want to check out a class. Give us a call if you would like to volunteer or provide a meal for our classes. I did, I think I mentioned my supervisor's contact information, but if there's any questions that may come up, anything I may have omitted, they can always contact her. And once her once again her name is Janelle Dancy Johnson and her phone number is seven zero three three two four seven six nine one. Seven six nine one, and again, volunteer and partner services seven zero three three two four seven seven five one. Correct. So a couple of different places there, and don't forget the website again. Natalie, thanks. Awesome information. I, I've definitely learned a lot here today, and think our listeners will uh, will find value in this. Thank you for having me. Absolutely a pleasure. Got to work on that title though. Social <laughs> services specialist. That's it's a, a tongue twister. Uh, yes, with Department of Family Services. So that's another S. Anyway, Natalie, thanks for being here. Thank you too for listening to the County Conversation. We appreciate you being with us. If you want to get more Fairfax County news and event information, go online to fairfaxcounty.gov/news or call seven zero three Fairfax. That's seven zero three three two four seven three two nine, and that's weekdays between eight a.m. and four thirty p.m. Thanks again for listening to the County Conversation which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.